Hello and welcome to this episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us on this week where we will be discussing WandaVision. I'm so excited. Yay! Yay! We'll talk about that falseness in just a moment. <laughs> anyway, um, WandaVision is an MCU show on Disney Plus and it follows Wanda Maximoff as she tries to pick up the pieces after her after the blip um, occurred during the Avengers Infinity War and Endgame where Thanos uh, wiped out half of the Earth's population with just a snap of his fingers killing Wanda's soulmate Vision aka Vish in the process <sighs> true love Take a moment of silence for Viz. So, Tammy, what did you think of WandaVision? Dang, that was a real short moment of silence. <laughs> well, you know, you don't want to give the people a full moment of dead air. Like, <laughs> they might think you hung up on me again. Oh, my gosh. Um, I liked it. I, I did. It took until, like, I want to say, like, halfway through episode three, um, episode four, before I really... Um, started to enjoy it I was not a fan of the first two episodes but I knew I had to get through them in order to get to the p- part where I would actually like the show um, so it was a little slow start for me but the ending was worth it like I thought that overall as a series it was really really good I really really enjoyed it um, towards the end I like the surprises I like how they explain certain things I like how she finally became who we know her to be um so overall it was a really good series it was it was a great show so wait a minute that means that I did good I picked a great one and it also solidifies the conversation we had the other day where I will be picking more shows technically it is Marvel so I mean like Marvel we assume it's gonna be good and satisfactory in the end rather than bad because it's not DC so I mean you know well DC's TV shows are better than the movies depends on which Um, one you talk about nowadays but hey I we can save it for the DC Marvel show which is still on the calendar we'll talk Um, because you know you're the calendar queen but yeah I'm looking forward to being able to pick more shows yeah 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 as long as she keeps it on the level of this one yes (sighs) nope (laughs) nope no okay so um I know you didn't like the first two episodes because of the uh truly old school OG black and white 50s uh car uh sitcom thing um I loved it it, it was it the was overacting it wasn't really the black and white because some of my favorite tv shows and movies are black and white it was more the overacting even if it was of that time where they did that the overacting just lost my attention for the first two episodes like I just suffered through those first two in order to get to where it would actually get good and they would go back to acting the way that we know they can act rather than that nonsense that they were doing the first two episodes but wasn't it like I thought it was I mean I agree it was annoying but that's what those shows were back then they they were suffered from the overacting and the caricature so I thought it was a great job of them being so authentic 
to um, the time and the shows of that time, like, you know, um, the woman just him coming home at 5.30 and telling her his boss would be there at 6 and she's with the vacuum cleaner cleaning the house and then all of a sudden she has a 10 course meal ready to go in 30 minutes with appetizers in her doors and you know um, so I I thought that was great but the one thing I want to ask speaking of which is because that's exactly what happened why the hell didn't she magic up a meal <laughs> Yo, you was thinking that too? <laughs> like, I was like, really? Instead, you like doing the whole cooking thing and everything like that. I just snap your fingers and let's move on. I, if, 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 the, if it was a cross between, you know, throwbacks to that time, I want to say it was a cross between, was that one Bewitched? Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so if you were bewitched, we know damn well Samantha would have just snapped those fingers, wiggled that nose, and had had deering up a meal, you know. So I'm like, why the hell is she just magic up a meal? I guess they but, wanted to show her trying to be regular. I don't know. I don't know. Because even though at that point she had no consciousness of what was going on, they still knew that they had powers. So, you know, she could have mag she could have magicked up a meal. Um, I also loved how they took the sitcom through the generations. Like, started off with the '50s, '60s, '70s, and we went through. Still, say you know, they could have paid an homage to the Jeffersons and uh, Good Times. They not black. <clears throat> they they could have been you know Tom and uh, Helen. They would have been called out for doing that though. They were in. They could have done them as in the interspecies couple that they oh are. Oh my God! Stop it! <laughs> you know. <laughs> but hey, they have the they have the black neighbors, so I guess that that'll be good because that's more than what they have for those uh, shows at the time, the mainstream shows. For a minute, so, I thought that um, I think what was the name? I think his name was Ralph. I thought that um. What wasn't it? I think it was Geraldine before we find out is um, Monica Rambo. Um, Geraldine, like, I thought that was Ralph's wife. Like, you know, but, and then I realized that we never saw anybody's spouse. <laughs> it was only, so like, did she only wake up one person <laughs> throughout the whole thing and everybody else was knocked out and in Dream World? Yeah, we didn't see their spouse. Never. No, now that you none of their spouses. And I was just going to say that when we got to Agnes, but um, we didn't, unless it was Darren's or uh, Viz's boss when they were in the Bewitched episode, we saw his, his, you know, his wife, and that's only because he brought her to dinner, but we didn't. Huh. That's very, very interesting. I just, I just, I just thought of that. I was just like, they talked about their spouses, but did we really see their spouse? Wait. Yeah, I was like, did we really see their spouses? I don't remember, like, really honestly seeing their spouse or seeing them refer to that person as their spouse. Yeah. So, I mean, and I I loved when I, I was wondering the payoff. Like, I was wondering, A, how the hell is Vision still alive? Because he was never, he was one of the people that was never restored after the blip. Um he was permanently gone and I guess maybe that's because 
um, he was one of the stones. He had one of the main stones. Um, he had the mind stone, didn't he? I can't remember which stone he had or he possessed. That was basically his CPU. But um, so he, I was like, okay, how how is he here? And um, I, 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 I really thought that payoff was... I thought it was very interesting and very creative the way that they brought him back. And also, I'm not going to lie, towards the end, it was also a little disappointing and a little sad. So I, because I'm like, we, we, we talked about this and I, I said that I, I, I love Vision. I love the chemistry of um, Paul Bettany and um, Elizabeth Olsen. I like the couple of Wanda and Vision. I thought they did a phenomenal job on them growing together and um, us being invested in that. Um, and I I thought he was real. <laughs> like, like, it, it, it kind of, I was just like, oh my God, like to realize that he was only a, alive in her world that she created to keep him alive. Because when he tried to escape out of Westview, which was the town that she took over, um, he started to disappear and break apart and I was just like oh shoot so he's still dead like <laughs> I was like oh my gosh like I hated it like I hated I hated that part where you find out that um he really is gonna disappear when she w- she finally wakes up from um the grief that she was going through at the time yeah um it I was I was like okay so um, we talked, and I still want to know how he got her pregnant. And I know you said that he didn't, but, you know, I, I say that he did. Um, you say he's an anatomically incorrect Ken doll. I say that he has real parts, all of them. He don't have a dick. He has no penis. And even if he has a penis, he has no sperm. So she got herself pregnant. <laughs> that makes sense. She was like, I feel like that's the a- point where we have children. That's why she okay. grew so quickly. That, <laughs> that takes all the fun out of it. Ah! He was like, he <laughs> he was amazed, like all that pain and no pleasure. But you know, uh, he was amazed at the at the at how her pregnancy was like. In one minute, okay, she was pregnant. Oh, great! The next she, moment, four months, four she's months bigger. She's four yeah. months. Then tw- twenty minutes later, she's like six, and then the next thing you know, she's popping. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and he was even like. Hey, it's not. I know I'm a machine, and I know we're special, but it's not supposed to go this fast. <laughs> like, what's going but on? But then here? you realize, like, even um, once she had the kids, and they would just age themselves. <laughs> when yeah. they were like, "So when can we have a dog?" And she's like, "When you're ten. And she's like, "No, don't do it." And then they age themselves to be ten years old. <laughs> So I was, I was great, but the thing that I, and I think that's when she start that's when she actually becomes aware. Although I think there were moments before, um, when she has the twins, that is, that she becomes aware. And Monica, when she's talking about Pietro, um, who actually is, uh, Quicksilver and, um, her twin brother, you know, her twin brother. And, uh, I think that she when the helicopter comes and she turns when the drone comes and she turns into a helicopter and it's still they're still in the black and white world and there's a glimpse of color on the drone I don't know that she recognizes fully but she knows something's not quite right and then another time 
when the dude is coming up through the sewer and she sends him back really quick and she says no it's like she she knew again that something wasn't quite right like it was pulling at her consciousness so she, it was like I think and even Vision with some of the things that he that he would ask some of the questions that he would ask I think they, bo- they both knew they, they both suffered from the same thing that the people of the town suffered from is where everyone knew something was not quite right. And I thought it was really interesting how the people of the town were still there, even though they weren't. Like, subconsciously, they knew that they were being taken over. And you said something interesting about what they felt and how they were still able to feel that pain. Well, they she, she thought that... Um she was basically that they were sleeping so the whole time that she took over their mind in order for them to play this game within this town that she wanted to take over and create she thought that everything was good and that they were happy because in their minds their minds were shut down but to realize that their minds weren't shut down all the pain that she was feeling that she was trying to get away from by taking this whole town um, she transferred that pain onto the residents of the town, the ones that she um, kept awake. So they were feeling all of this pain that um, she was going through the whole entire time that she had their, she had them under basically mind control. They were feeling her pain and she didn't realize that because when she's told that, it's like she, she's like, no, 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 like no you like this is good this is good like I'm saving you I'm saving you and as they continue to tell her like you're not saving us like all we feel is the pain and the fact of saying that you know she she put half of their families to sleep so when the woman begged her to see her daughter who she had asleep in the house so I'm like is it that y'all couldn't even go and look at your like your kids or your husband or whoever else was living in your homes because if she put them into a sleep like were they still in the house did they disappear like how did that work you know um so I don't think she thought of how detrimental you know taking over that town was to the people um, she thought she was doing a good thing, only to realize that it was only a good thing for you, but not for anyone else around you. Yeah. And I think it's a great dissertation, my SAT word for today, um, on PTSD and the mind and the, the and grief and the tricks that our mind can play on us. Because at times, especially I know when we're going through some painful things, some of us, we, we kind of want to retreat into our own world for a bit and we disconnect and we unplug and Um, we create these places but she actually created this place like she created her own little world and um and sometimes we don't realize how our grief affects others in negative ways and so I thought that was really interesting um how they did that and um how the people were and it's and when you think about it from like once you realize you go back and you look at the little moments where it's like oh like the radio when she hears them calling Wanda Wanda and when I heard that at first I thought is this some experiment I was like okay what dungeon do they have yeah, like who's I experimenting thought, yeah, on her I like what lab was, like what lab is yeah. experimenting I did on not her. realize it was her I thought you know and, and, and I'm sure that's what the storyline was going they wanted you to think this so I fell into the trap of I thought that 
um, they were holding, the government was holding her hostage and um, they had created this world kind of like, oh my God, what's that? What's that? What's the movie with um, Jim Carrey? The Truman Show. Yeah. Kind of like the Truman Show. Like that's what, that's the thought that I had is, is this like the Truman Show where they create this whole town, you know, because she went crazy. Like I thought like, did she go crazy um, because she lost vision and everything that she went through. And then this is, was their way of trying to keep sanity within her. And that's why I thought like when you heard um, Wu calling to her, asking her like, who's doing this to you? Who's doing this to you? And um, she's looking around like, wait, what? But you realize it was only because that was something that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And, and, and there are other moments like that. Like you said, um, at one point, you thought Geraldine was homeboy's wife. Yeah. And Ralph, you yeah. realize it's like, she just appears nowhere. out of nowhere. And she just ends up on that bench and she just becomes like part of the family. And it's like, okay, she, it's like subconsciously she knew she was there to befriend Wanda, but she didn't. Once, she, once you stepped inside of Westview, you forgot everything else. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, she knew that Wanda was her goal, but she wasn't quite sure why she was meant to be friends with her. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, if Geraldine was the only person that never, that didn't live in Westview previously, where did she go? Like at night, like where was her home? Like where did she live? Touche. (laughs) That is so true. When you think, when and I just thought that too. When you're like, well, what happened to their, the rest of their families? It's like, okay, she was the only person who didn't have a legit home or a legit place in Westview. So where the hell did she go? Where did that um, woman sleep? Did she sleep on the bench that she appeared on? <laughs> yeah, and so it, it's interesting that they're the ones who kind of wake each other up when she has the twins and she talks about Pietro. And she also talks about, and then she starts talking about how she had a twin once. And then Monica mentions um, Ultron. And then it's like, she waits a moment. She's like, what did you say? What did you say? And that's like, it breaks through her wall. So that's when she, I think that's the moment she becomes fully conscious. And and from that moment, when she becomes fully conscious and aware of what she's doing, at least that the world is not real. I don't think at that point she's aware that everyone, that she's actually hurting the people around her. She wasn't aware until the end, but I think that she was aware. She she became fully aware. She became fully um, sane and aware that she was the one doing it all. Yeah. And 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 when and that is also if you notice when the chaos started, it's like when she becomes aware uh, when things actually start to go wrong, and then when Vision becomes aware, um, he he becomes aware at work, right? When they send that message, yeah. When um, Wu and Monica before she shows up, or when she goes when she gets kicked out, or however that goes. When they send the message in and everybody in his office reads the message and they think, oh, and they laugh it off, but he's just like, wait, that that doesn't make sense. And then that's when he wakes up the, uh, I forgot what the guy's name was. He wakes up his coworker and then finds out that it's, you know, he's like, please make her stop. Please make her stop. Yeah. And but then how does he go back to not being aware? Does Monica? No, it's because he he remember he never said who it was who 
when he kept asking, saying, please make her stop, please make her stop, the pain, the pain, he never actually says who it is. So Vision becomes, he starts to think like, okay, there's some weird stuff going on, but because he doesn't have the full picture, he kind of still goes through his life, like living his life, like it's regular, but it's he starts to doubt. He starts to doubt yeah, the life the more things, Yeah, the more things that happen, the more he starts to doubt, um, the more he starts to doubt or wonder what Wanda's role is in it because he knows of her powers. And then, um, speaking of Pietro, uh, what did you think about Evan Peters reprising his role as Quicksilver Pietro rather than Aaron Johnson? Oh, for a minute when I saw that silver hair, I really did think it was Aaron Johnson Taylor. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. He actually came back. And then I saw his face and I was like, oh, okay. I said, you're the ugly one. My bad. Oh, that is so wrong. Um, I think that's an homage to the Marvel because when they first introduced um, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch, which she does become um, take on the full mantle of the Scarlet Witch, and I, I love seeing how that process goes more on that in a minute. He he played the role in um, the X-Men when X-Men belonged to Fox. And they didn't have... And I remember when a- Aaron Taylor Johnson took over the role um, in Marvel. And they were like, what happened to Evan Peters? Why not Evan Peters? And it's like they couldn't cross the characters because Marvel didn't have... They had the rights to the characters but not the x-men version so they couldn't cross them but now that they have now that x-men fully belongs to marvel and they have all of that they can cross them but i wonder if they're ever going well to they have because they own they owned uh quicksilver that's the reason why they were never able to actually use their character names so he's never right. referred to as quick Quicksilver, Quicksilver because of the fact that um, Marvel did not own the name of the character um, they so they could use his real name but they couldn't use the name of the character that's another reason why um, it doesn't show that Magneto was their actual father so I'm wondering if they're going to try to change that up well I don't know seeing as how they continued with the storyline within WandaVision on you know how her, she came about and who her family was and everything like that so I don't know if they're going to now switch it up to being Magneto but um well you know maybe because I yeah about how how she and her brother developed powers but I'm thinking maybe that was all a ruse I don't know but we'll see if they, if they ever address it since they're going to God forbid reboot the X-Men again <laughs> but that's a different story for a different day um but yeah, and again, that's why for up until this point, she's always been known as Wanda Maximoff, even though we always knew that she would be, that she's the Scarlet Witch. And so now it's like she comes full circle and she transforms or transitions or takes on the mantle um, of the Scarlet Witch, which was really cool to see happen. And um, I guess now she's going to become even more powerful since she's aware of what she can do and who she is and I know she's going to also continue on in the Marvel Universe I think she's going to be in the next Doctor Strange movie Um, so we'll see like what happens with that but I'm interested to see how that story goes Um, another one I'm interested in well before we get into this part I love Grendel Park as Doctor Who and 
I was today years old when I was reminded that he was also um, that he's cheating on somebody. He's, he's either cheating, cheating on DC because he... he was in DC first. Well, I don't know if he's going back to DC because Marvel makes you sign those lifetime contracts, and I like him but he's better. Not a, he's, he's not more a significant memorable. character. He's a secondary character, so I could see them working with his schedule if they still want him because he's supposed to be an in- he's supposed to be a big part in the second Aquaman. So was Amber Heard, but wasn't she fired? Amber Heard was fired because she couldn't keep her hands to herself, okay? So, you know, I'm just saying that life happens. And now you're going to make me go back and watch Aquaman. And you asked me the story, you asked me earlier if this makes up for Captain Marvel. It makes up for me not remembering much about Aquaman besides Jason Momoa. What? That's one of my favorite movies. That was my second favorite one from DC besides Wonder Woman because nothing tops Wonder Woman. But um, I loved Aquaman. I thought they did a great job with such a character with powers that everybody considers to be insignificant. But I like how they um, turned it around and um, people loved Aquaman. Aquaman was great. Well, those of us who live through Harvey know that water is not insignificant. So, uh, you know, but yeah, it was, I, I just haven't watched it in a while. I'm not going to say it was bad. I mean, it wasn't the original Justice League or anything, which is a different story for a no, different day. No, but Aquaman. Um, Do not compare. It, it's Aquaman, not Justice League. It's two different things. I know. I said Aquaman was not Justice League, like on the level of, you know, I've, I've watched it multiple times. I just haven't watched it in a while. So, um, again, it wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't my least favorite. It was better than Batman versus Superman. Again, a different story for a different day, but <laughs> she's flipping me off right now. Anyway, I did like Randall Wu's character, and I'm glad he wasn't there just to be killed off by the aliens. I'm glad he actually had a significant secondary role, as you said. Um, and I also loved uh, Kat Dennings. I love that they brought her in as Dr. Darcy Lewis, and we actually got to see what she was for. She was really a genius. <laughs> yeah. That we didn't that we see that she's more than just a witty sidekick that she played in Thor. Cause I swear I thought all she was good for. Yo, was I didn't realize she was an astrophysicist as well, just like Jane. Yeah. And and and, and you loved it when that dude was like Miss Lewis and she's like, That's Dr. Lewis. I'm like, <laughs> you go girl, drag him, get all <laughs> your cred, okay? Let him know who you are. Um, what did you think about Tiana Parrish as the grown-up Monica Rambeau slash Geraldine? Um, more I have nothing Monica to say. That, like the, the actress, okay, but um, the character, I liked the character. Um, I thought that she was badass, and she was just like her mama. From what I remember, how her mom was in um Captain Captain Marvel, um, she was her mother's daughter. Um. So it was a great character. I love the fact that they brought her in. I love the fact that um, they show her slowly developing powers. And they're going to explain how she also um, is Captain Marvel. Well, I hope this is the beginning of the explanation of um, how she becomes 
um, Captain Marvel as well, seeing as how she was the original female Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers. So um, it, I, I like, I like, I like her character. I like that she understood where Wanda was coming from, um, and that she was willing to fight to wake her up. Like when she said, you know, Wanda is the problem, but that also means that Wanda is the solution. And so we have to figure out a way how to wake her up and to get her to realize what she's doing. Because if we don't, then this is over. Like, none of us can stop her. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Um, well, to, to tackle the first part of that. Yes. I was also today <laughs> years old when I realized that Monica Rambeau was the first uh, Captain Marvel. And I knew that she was significant. And now that you say it, I, I kind of vaguely remember the argument and the upset or disappointment when um, they, oh, I can't think of her name right now, when they cast the original Brie Captain Larson. Marvel and she was white and Brie Larson. And I liked Captain Marvel. It wasn't, you know, it was good. And um, and so I, I, I want to say I vaguely remember that argument now. And now I'm going to have to go and consult my, uh, not that I don't believe you. She don't believe I me, y'all. She's trying to my knowledge. I am not trying to question your knowledge. Now I just want to read more. You know, I'm a nurse. I just want to read more about it and see in, you know, my uh, Marvel encyclopedia. Yes, I actually have Did a Marvel I buy that for you? I think, did you buy me the Marvel one or you bought me the updated DC? Oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take credit. I'm just going to take credit. <laughs> okay you bought me one of the updated ones I have the old uh, yeah and so I need to get the other updated one that I don't have so yes but thank you I appreciate it um and also I so I am also looking forward to the explanation of how she got the powers and the rift because they asked her about Captain America Captain Marvel. I mean they asked her about Captain Marvel and she's like I don't want to talk about it and when she when she appears it's not just like she had blipped in when we when, when she when we go back into her memory is when she just blips back um when they when they go back and kind of do her quote-unquote black story we see her when uh when they correct the blip but when she actually comes to town or she goes to the office she was just coming from a mission and um, I want to say she was in space. So uh, I want to know what happens to give her her powers. And I want to know what happened um, to make her so upset with Carol. And I, I loved your theory. If you want to explain your <laughs> well, theory. No, it, like, it was actually quite good. I said that um, what I would think the riff would be is that um, w- once Carol Danvers goes away as Captain Marvel, because, you know, when she talks about how the universe is huge and there's way more planets than just Earth that need to be protected. Um, that means that she was gone while um, Monica's mom was sick. So while Monica's mom was sick, Carol wasn't there. Her godmother wasn't there. And then when the blip happens and she comes back, she only comes back after Monica's mom died. Um, so she's not even there while she's sick when she gets um, when she. Um, gets cancer again like she's not even there for her so I can see it being that she's very resentful over her godmother for never coming when her mom needed her and then um, 
once she showed up, like, it was, like, no mention of, like, you know, what happened or anything like that. Like, so, yes, I can see the resentment coming from the fact that her godmother wasn't there when she needed her the most. Yeah, I I think that's really interesting. So, hopefully, and and from what I know about the second Captain Marvel, they are going to address some of that rift. There is a rift that things aren't just amazing between the two women. And, um, also, spoiler alert, uh, Monica Rambeau is going to be part of the next Captain Marvel, and they are going to introduce her as one of the Captain Marvels. Um, so we'll see how that happens. They're doing a lot with Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel 2, Captain Marvel A, Captain Marvel B. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, they're just doing big things. Um, but WandaVision, this show is supposed to be the kickoff to the second part, really the second part of the, the MCU. Um, as far as Rhonda being the character, kind of like Tony Stark was the character to kind of jump, jump in and out between him and uh, Nick Fury in and out of the other ones. Uh, and she spoke, and she's going to go in and kind of fix some of what she uh, what she broke. So I... I, the one thing that I did kind of have a problem with, and I understand her being a solution and them having to wake her up because you want a fully cognizant and aware um, Wanda rather than one that you just pissed off and is not aware and is going to destroy everyone and everything in her path. Um, but the end where they just let her leave town, like she's just like, I'm sorry. Who's going to stop her? They have nothing to stop her. There's nobody powerful enough to stop her. The only person that was powerful enough at the time, no, the only two people that probably can stop her would be Captain Marvel and Vision. And neither one of them is around. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Oh, yeah. Doctor Strange as well um, could probably give her a pause. Uh, I don't think that. I don't know. Let, let me not let me not say that because um, they'll probably prove me wrong and give him, make him way more powerful in order to be a match for her. But when you look at the powers that she got when she fully came into herself and became Scarlet Witch, um, I would say Vision, but she would never hurt Vision, so he would never have to do that. But um, I think Captain Marvel would be the one person that could give her a run for her money. And what did you think about that? Like, Agnes was always struck me as the one that was just kind of like off. She always seems like to be awake. Yeah, like she she always seemed to play the role perfectly. Like she was the only one who rolled with all of the things. And she 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 kind of she kind of wanted her to wake up as well and to realize what she did because you know, like at the end where she was just like, "How did you do it? How did you do it? How did you do it?" Like she wanted to figure how did she create this whole town, Um, and she was she was pushing her to reveal that. And so she was very, very aware. Um, and she wanted she wanted Wanda to be aware of the powers that she had because the more aware she was of her powers, the more powers that Agnes could take from her, I guess, um, and that she could get. But um, she underestimated um, the intelligence of Wanda. <laughs> yeah, like, and I must say, speaking of Agnes, 
Catherine she Hines was she was great she was great she did a great job as Agnes every iteration of Agnes she she killed it um from the nosy neighbor to every sitcom and and you're right, like she never ever ever and I'm gonna go back to even when she brought her over that food she also kind of is like okay are you gonna magic the meal like that's what I thought like is she the friend because in one of them in the witch doesn't some one of Samantha's friends her best friend eventually learn or know that she's a witch or something so I thought okay does she know that she has powers because it, it was like she was expecting her at some point to magic the meal also so I was like oh does she know what's going on? Like, as far as her and Vision, like, was she in on the fact that they were special? Is well, what you I'm realize, not you realize that she that, was you know. when um, it comes to the dog. When the dog just magically shows up for the kids and um, and then Wanda starts using the kids, Wanda hey. starts using her powers and stuff like that right in front of her face. Like, you could tell, like, she Agnes was staring at her when she materialized the collar for the dog and Vision was like Wanda like we can't be using our magic with strangers around and she's just like oh she didn't see anything yes she did but the whole thing that that's what let me know like okay so Agnes knows what's going on like she's fully aware of what's going on because she stopped reacting to all of it and she started doing little things yeah. to kind of wake Wanda up to what she was doing to the town yeah and um so especially when they when she was at the edge of town and it was like she played that to she played that to perfection and I'm like this is so creepy like that part was like you true something is truly truly wrong like this lady is not quite right and at that moment I thought that's when she was going to turn like oh she's going to you know but it was I, I I liked it. I thought it was really good, and I want to see how the how it continues because they said what I what I understand is that what she does here, um, what happens is not going to be contained as contained as we think to just the town of Westville. Like there were some other repercussions for what happened, and also one more thing. Since we know that this vision was like when she, when it, when we go back in time and we see what happens when she learns out when she learns out when she finds out that the government has vision in the lab or the remains of vision in the lab, I thought that she was going to magic him, and I don't know why I keep saying magic him like you know it's a verb, but I thought she was going to magic him out of there, and she didn't. So vision is still in that government lab, and they were still working on making him cognizant, sentient reviving him so there is a possibility that you know that vision can rematerialize we can re-envision vision to what the white vision that was already there on what they that's what they created with him they recreated vision that was the white vision I that was the that was the recreation that they did was the white vision um and that's what they could that you know that's what they could do without him having the actual stone and he was just a computer so (laughs) 
I forgot about white. Look, I forgot about white vision. I was about to say, why are you calling him white vision? Just because Paul Bettany's white? <laughs> no, Vision <laughs> was actually white, y'all. He but, was fully white. I'm <laughs> head to toe. I, okay, I, I remember Pace <laughs> Vision now. I remember. Pace um, Division. Okay, so I guess that's. But was he fully destroyed? I don't know. Okay, I guess he's not. No, he didn't. No, no, no. And see, that's the thing. White Vision didn't destroy. Remember when he realized um, that he was Vision? He didn't destroy himself. He just went. He just left. Oh, okay. So there is some form of Vision out there. He ain't wanted Vision, but he Vision. He got Vision's Uh, body. Let's say that. He got Vision's body, but he don't have Vision's mind. Ah, does he have all? No, no, because Vision didn't have a penis. So I'm guessing he does have all his parts. Yeah, the government probably wouldn't want to make him anatomically correct anyway. They created a Ken doll. That's how you know he's not the real vision because he don't have mm-hmm. all the vision parts. So, on the whole, what would you rate WandaVision? Um, I'm going to say a 4.25. Ooh. Wow! It was good! The point seventy five is me. the fact of saying that the first two episodes were boring as hell to me. And I did not like the overacting of it. I love the cinematography of it. Um, and what they were trying to do was amazing. But it was still boring as hell to me, those first two episodes. Um, so that's the point seven five. So that's a little bit like I turned around in line and you were behind me and I happened to bump into you and my popcorn fell on the floor. Uh, well, I am for that, for the sake of that, I am so glad that we waited until it was all released and didn't watch it. Oh, yeah. By week because you would have, you would have called me and been like, um, I'm taking this <laughs> off the calendar. And I would have been like, no. I'll tell you. Okay, wait, wait. So Can I just I, say before I, we end this? Um, I'll tell you right now that I watched the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, Marvel has a problem Cheater. with the first couple episodes being boring as hell as they try to set up the storyline. I'm gonna just say that. Here, um, okay, well, it's on the list for those of you that are wondering, so she is gonna have to watch it. Um, just stay tuned for that in the near future, but. I would agree. I am actually going to give it a 4.25 as well. Um, just because I, I'm anxious to see some things. Uh, there's some things they could have done a little bit better. But overall, it was a great show. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I look forward to... Do you think they should do a second season or just continue her on? No, in, I think they should um, do a second movie? season. But after the next phase of Marvel. So, um what are we phase three phase four i forget whatever whatever phase it's either three or four that we're currently in no i think it's phase four she starts it off because wandavision starts it Mm -hmm. off so we're in phase four of the marvel universe and um once this phase is over and they've introduced all these new characters um i can see them I, i would be okay with them doing a second season um you know, with a different concept. I, I loved it. I actually think that one thing that I really, really loved that I think a lot of people are not going to pay attention to, I love the concept of her kids and her or her having oh, yeah. kids and raising them and them having powers and how, like, united they were as a family. I will say 
you know, those were some of my favorite, favorite scenes of the whole story. Besides, you know, the obvious ones, but those are some of my favorite scenes was her with her boys and, you know, that bringing that dynamic into it. So, I, yeah, I'd be okay with a second season. Yeah, and just how heartbroken she was to realize that, you know, with her doing the right thing, yeah. she would have to give up her family. And I think that that pain, even more so than realizing she would have to give up Vision again because she realized that Vision was always a part of her because he was the part of the stone or something that was in her that she said. She had to give but, up her kids completely. Um, she, she had to give up her kids completely. And also, side note, I love the fact that we figure out that because you, you're wondering how she got to this random ass town and it wasn't random. That was the place that her and Vision were supposed to live. And he bought that lot for them to build their house, their dream house. And I was like, oh, you know, so that that was kind of like, okay. And um, so I, I really did appreciate and I understood it. And um, yeah, th- they said that there was a scene, a deleted scene where at the end, it really was supposed to be a mob mentality. The townsfolk um, turning on her. Um, kind of like Salem Witch style but I think something like they realized that because of what you said she's so powerful at one point it's like how would that have worked out um, you know what would have happened so I think just the shock of them being like oh and the look that they give her like you better run <laughs> don't you better ever come back here. you know uh, don't ever come back so we'll see but yeah I give it 4.25 and I, I agree with you um, I would like to see a different season and I do look forward to the role that she plays in the MCU and her fully taking on the mantle as the Scarlet Witch um, because the end left it a little up in the air like what was that was like were they separate no that people? was that was like, her part power. of her was on the porch so that if someone was to show up they would they would see that rather than what she was really doing which was yeah, she was learning, learning about, about who Scarlet the Scarlet Witch was, she, which, which was because she had she had one of those grimoires yeah. in the Salem witch trials, didn't she? Yeah, okay, so that's what I thought. But anyway, um, so it was really good. Again, yay! Score <laughs> one for me. Get to pick out more movies. Get to pick out more movies. We're gonna watch Inception. We're not gonna talk about Inception, but she is finally gonna watch I will, Inception. I will. So excited for that. Okay, um, and that does it for this episode. Please be sure to check us out in any episodes that you may have missed on the popcornwindown.com. That is the plug, pop, pop, pop. That is the horrible sound effect until we get a new sound effect. I am going to make that my mission. I'm putting it on my list. It seems to fur- fall further down my list. But anyway, um, and also be sure to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or all of the above. We would appreciate it. And next week, we are going to talk. Tammy, you know what we're going to talk? Drum roll, <laughs> drum roll, me. drum roll. The actual version we should have seen. Yes, we're going to talk Zack Snyder's version of the Justice League. So please be sure to tune in and join us next week. And until next time, thank you. As always, I'm I'm Eddie. Bye.